Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of Girl Go Off at Night. Oh my gosh, when I said that, I totally just thought of SpongeBob. Oh my gosh, of course. SpongeBob has to be incorporated at all times. (laughs) Yes, he's my favorite little guy, little character. I grew up on SpongeBob, like the little episode of the late at night episode where he takes the trash out and it like dumps all over him. That's totally what I was thinking of. Oh my gosh. I love but SpongeBob. Yeah. <laughs> I might get a tattoo with my roommate, like a little tiny jellyfish, like a little pink jellyfish. Okay. That would be cute. When you said a SpongeBob tattoo earlier, I was thinking just like SpongeBob SquarePants and I was like, oh my God, what? Why would you do <laughs> <No>. that? <laughs> no. Oh my gosh. Okay. SpongeBob talk aside. I'm Hannah. And I'm Hannah. And we are so excited to get into this episode in the next couple of minutes. We're going to be talking about breakups today, just all things breakups and overcoming them. Yeah, and just like the little things that we've done just over the years and through our own just personal experiences with them, just kind of like how we've dealt with them. Um, We're excited to share some personal experiences and just kind of dive into that with you guys. Yeah, really unpack all of our experience, good and bad. I have some <laughs> stories to tell. Oh my gosh, me too. Yeah, but before we do, how have you been? How's your week going? Um, It's going. I got back into town from my 4th of July weekend on, what was it, like Monday? I think it was like Monday in the middle of the day. And then I just like ran some errands and I've been working kind of ever since. Um, So just like a not super busy week, but not a bad one. So, yeah. But um, what about you? That's really good. I have been just doing all the things I have to get ready for this weekend. My entire family is in town and I'm a big family gal. So I'm just really excited to see everyone and hang out with everyone. But before I do, I, you know, just have to get everything together and pack tomorrow morning and go see my horse because we love him and we have to tend to the horses. We have to go see Taco. His name's Taco. He is my (laughs) pony. Um, But yeah, I mean, I've been doing my online class and that's honestly really paid off because I've made two A's on three out of or two out of three tests that I've taken. So that's that's awesome. Yeah, I know. I wasn't expecting that at all. Low expectations have really saved me because going into (laughs) it, I just was like, whatever, I'll take whatever. I'll take a C, I'll take a B, but maybe I'll come out with an A. And yeah, I mean, besides that, um, like I said, just preparing for this weekend, I got to see one of my mentors today, which was so fun. That is fun. Yeah, we got coffee and we talked about this podcast and like my current internship. And so it was just really nice to connect with her. So that's really good. But yeah, nothing much. I am just really excited to get into this coffee talks because I have like such a basic but revelating. Oh, my God. Is that even revelating? We'll make it a word. (laughs) I mean, it is late night edition. And so our brains aren't really... Turning. We're a little fried because we're very busy, but you know what? It's all right. <laughs> it's okay. It's how we roll because we prefer to be busy queens than not doing anything queens. Exactly. Ugh, I love being busy. But yeah, um, I'm excited because I have some basic self-care that I really want to share with you. And so do I. <laughs> <laughs> Naturally, we are on the same page 24-7, but let's just get into it. Hey guys, welcome back to our Coffee Talks, where we share our song and self-care of the week. Hannah, do you want to start us off? I will start us off with that self-care that I just mentioned. So call me basic, call me just unoriginal, whatever it may be. (laughs) I am going to be practicing more, getting more sleep this week as my self-care, because honestly, it's just been something that I've been neglecting, and as silly as it seems, as much of you know, we put it on the back burner most of the time. Sleep is for the dad. You can sleep when I'm dead. Like, um, as much as we want to be accomplishing things and getting things done, you really need sleep to achieve those goals at the end of the day. So I was inspired. This is so cheesy to do this when 
after my 4th of July celebration, which was so fun, I slept for 12 hours just because I was completely exhausted from the last couple of weeks, you know, with my class and just doing all the things. So that was kind of like a wake up, like, <laughs> wake up, but we're talking about sleep. Oh my gosh, punny. <laughs> it was a wake up because it was like, wow, if I need 12 hours to just like survive the day, I'm seriously just neglecting my sleep routine. Yeah, no, I can totally relate to that. I, I'm not, I mean, we all know I am not a morning person, so it's not like I'm starting like super early days or anything, and that's why I'm not getting sleep. It's more of just like, I just struggle falling asleep every night. You know, we've been on a strong melatonin kick for a few years now, haven't we? <laughs> oh, yes. Melatonin is my favorite drug, so. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Me too. Um, definitely not an addictive one. Let's just put that no, out there. <laughs> I've been taking melatonin and I've like, you know, Hannah and I are both very insomniacs when it comes to <laughs> insomniacs, when it comes to just trying to fall asleep, we struggle. And so I um, introduced her to this great thing, melatonin a couple of years ago. And before then I've been taking it and, you know, I don't crave it. I don't need it to fall asleep per se, but I just fall asleep quicker. And that is so nice to have because we don't want to be going to bed at 2 a.m. having to wake up at 7 or 8 a.m. when you have that opening shift or having when you have that early coffee date with your friend, you know, you want to be able to go to sleep so you can be active no, exactly. during the day. It's just it's I don't want to say it's always been a struggle because it hasn't always. It's really just I think the last couple of years or so and it's probably just, you know, my routine's been like all over the place with college classes and summer jobs and just like it's never a consistent sleep schedule like routine kind of thing so melatonin definitely helps you regulate that um so i don't know if you struggle with falling asleep or just regulating your sleep schedule i definitely recommend it but more sleep i mean call it basic i don't care but i definitely agree that is very important and it's something i should probably work on as well there we go, trying to inspire. I just thought of something actually. There was a TikTok that I saw a couple of months ago and it was this like quote unquote phenomenon like where you are, you get up in the morning, you know, you don't wanna wake up because you didn't get a lot of sleep the night before and you're working and you go to your nine to five and you don't really like your job. I mean, this is just a scenario, but like you're doing some boring work on the computer. You're just doing like the things that you don't necessarily want to do. And so once it finally comes down for you to go to bed, you spent your whole day not really enjoying or doing like the best thing ever. And so your brain's kind of fighting it. You know, this is a really um, poorly drawn picture that I'm trying to create <laughs> in everyone's head, but like, it kind of makes sense. Like you want to get the most out of your day. And so when you finally do sit down in your bed, lay down in your bed to like fall asleep, your brain's like, oh, it's time to enjoy and like get on TikTok or get on Instagram. So no, that's exactly what our brains are doing. I didn't even think about it like that, but that's definitely probably why we struggle to fall asleep. Yeah, not fun, not fun. But how no. about you? Okay, well, switching gears kind of, um, I mean, mine's also very basic <laughs> as well. Um, but my self-care of the week is just to drink more water. Um, isn't the little stupid saying like hydrate or dehydrate <laughs> I don't know I just like, I really, yeah I don't I just really struggle with remembering to drink water and I mean I'll drink coffee first thing in the morning and then I just don't think about drinking water it's not that I don't like it I just it's just not a priority for me and I really need to make it one so that is mine for this week that's also a really basic but just like necessity that you need to incorporate into your life to feel better because these two things if you're facing not necessarily like depression or extreme um mental i guess illnesses for lack of better words obviously that's not something that can just be cured with a simple sleep and more water but if you're feeling out of it if you're feeling a little moody try to get some more sleep try to drink a little more water and i'm sure honestly it'll be a huge mood booster and you'll just feel better like that's the first thing that i'm thinking about when we're talking about this self-care during this episode yeah no it really is like it's all the little things in your life like the little little bits of your day-to-day -day routine or your night routine when when we're talking about sleep that just like add up to make you just feel 100 percent. and if you're lacking in certain areas like sleep or 
hydrating yourself, then you are going to feel that. So it's just really important to focus on the little things, I think. So mm-hmm. perfectly said. Yeah, you need to get a cute little water bottle. Yeah. Weren't you talking about maybe getting me a <laughs> hydroflask for Christmas? Possibly, possibly. That's only if you can drink all of your water. So you get the reward once you prove to be a great water drinker. Oh my gosh. I don't know. I feel like I'm going to need an emotional support water bottle to help me get there, but we'll see. I ugh, I did not want to be a quote unquote hydroflask gal like back a couple years ago when they had the Visco girls in their hydroflask. Oh, yeah. And I had my little Nalgene. I was cruising with her. She was great. But then it got really hot. And I take my water bottle everywhere, obviously, because I have, I use it as my emotional support. I <laughs> love to carry it around. And I just feel really protected because with this big water bottle, I know that I can whack someone up the head if I see a creepy man or woman in the parking lot. So, like, that's great and all. But I made the switch to Hydroflask. This is like my testimonial. Oh my gosh, they should include this in their marketing scan scheme. <laughs> My switch to Hydroflask was when it just got so hot in the car that my water would taste like boiling hot water you make for like tea in my Nalgene. And so I just needed to get like an insulated one. So if you like some cold water, get your get yourself a Hydroflask. <laughs> I don't know if I'll get myself one if you're going to get me one. So. Oh my God. Okay, fine. Okay. <laughs> what about your song of the week? <laughs> my song of the week is actually... I didn't even know this, um, but it's a remix of, I guess it's the same. I don't know. It's called Fine Apple by Nick D. I This is literally the first song I've ever heard by this man. I don't know anything else he's made, but Bryce Fine is also in it. And it's called the Lemon and Lime remix of Fine Apple. I don't know. It's a really vibey song, very like summery, just happy kind of, you know, driving song. I feel like that's the same thing I say every single time we do coffee talks. But that's just my favorite kind of music. So if you're into that, I would check it out. That is her constant song vibe. I go through the motions with songs. Yeah. I do. I don't know. But I know Bryce Vine. I've been to his concert. I touched his hand. You did. We grabbed each other's hands like five times. I was like, he's my husband. That's so Me. Yeah. I I was currently dating Cameron for probably like two (laughs) years at that point. You're like dedicated. And I was like, I want to marry Bryce Fine because I touched his hand. I love and it was that. like, I didn't wash the hand for the rest of the night. <laughs> but I'll go check that out. I like his music. Totally just like a, another mood booster. Um, speaking of remixes, though, I did not expect myself to like this song. But oh my gosh, if you guys like the Bee Gees, you need to listen to this song because it just makes me so happy. It's the More Than a Woman remix by SG Lewis. And, you know, if you like, like, a what is it called? Just like electro, it's not like electro pop, but it's just like a fun little tropical pop song. Yeah, you just have to go listen. There's no way to describe it, but it's just so (laughs) great. So it just makes me- When you said tropical, that seems kind of up my alley with the whole like summer vibe type of music. So maybe I'll go listen to that. (laughs) Yes, please do, but yeah. I guess that sums up our coffee talks. I wish I could be talking over coffee. Oh, me but too. But it's but it's 11:10 at night. Yeah, if we were talking over coffee at this point, we would never go to sleep. So, <laughs> so I'm having my hydro flask water and you are having just a cl- a cold glass of wine. <laughs> <laughs> How hydrating. Beautiful. <laughs> okay. Well, with that Let's get into talking about breakups. I'm I'm really exciting. <laughs> I'm really excited. Okay, please tell me, how many breakups have you been through, Hannah? So, I mean, you know, obviously we're not going to count like fifth and eighth grade breakups because those are cringy and just disgusting. Um, <laughs> but I would say... Um, a a grand total of two that like actually had an effect on me um what about you i am happy and very lucky to say only one had a really big effect on my life i was like broken up for months on end but yeah not fun times no breakups are never easy they are very challenging and we are kind of excited to just talk about like 
what to do after you're broken up with and share some yeah, experience. all of that great just things that you experience through life amazing stuff going on and just to clarify these are going to be specific to like romantic relationships that you have with your boyfriend girlfriend him her whoever you are in love with or really like you know doesn't matter what stage you get broken up with it still hurts no matter what and honestly for me when i got broken up with i can just remember feeling like i just got a chunk of me ripped out like I was totally missing something and I was mourning that thing. Yeah, it. I can definitely agree to that. It's just like, I mean, you like you formed this attachment to this person and they just have become such like a big part of like your, your like everyday routine. Like you're talking to them pretty consistently throughout the day. At least that's how it was for me in my relationships. And like, I don't know, maybe you call them at night, every night before bed. And it's just like when that suddenly stops, you're like, dang, um, where do I go from here? You know? Yeah, you're lost and you're like, oh, now I have all this free time to just look at my phone and there's no text popping up from them. What do I do? Because I did the same thing. I would, you know, even now with my almost five-year relationship, not we don't text every single waking minute of the day, but we say good morning. We just like share what we're doing throughout the day and we usually FaceTime at night if we don't get to see each other and so yeah that definitely when you're in a routine like that for weeks months years it's a complete life changer you have to take the steps to go back to living your life without that person in in your life yeah you kind of have to like make a real effort to like rebuild your day-to-day routine and just like kind of remember like maybe not necessarily who you were before the relationship because i mean every relationship i believe like teaches you something you know um so kind of just like learning to pick up the pieces and just kind of remember who you are take whatever lessons you learned from the relationship and just kind of do your absolute best to just pave a new path for yourself moving forward. Exactly. And time will tell because that's really the biggest thing that you're facing. And I, when I was going through that breakup, the most I just wanted to do was like snap my fingers and just be done with it. Like totally overlook that emotional side. Just, just close my eyes and pretend like it never happened. But obviously if you do that, there's loads of trauma that you're gonna face in the future. It's like not a healthy way of doing that. Or you could be like me who, I mean, I would say like my first one, I struggled with this more. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I remember, cause this was like the end of high school and it was my first like serious, like feeling situation with like a guy. I just like, I looked at every single picture. I like refused to delete them. I would go back and look at messages of like the sweet things that he would say to me. And I would just like keep myself sad for so long. And I just like, wouldn't allow myself to let go. And I think that's one of the biggest mistakes you can make after a breakup, because if you truly want to be happy, I think something that you have to do is just, I mean, you have to force yourself to let go of it. You do. You can't put yourself in a position to be sad. And that's only like, you're only bringing sadness onto yourself and you can control that. So that's on you, boo. Like you're the reason why your emotions, like you feel like your emotions are attacking you. But when you said that, I instantly remembered when you were in a, one of those breakups and you had me like delete all of the photos on your phone. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like super cringy and like literally how old are we? Like, why can't you just like look at your own pictures? But I mean, honestly, I think it was really helpful <laughs> to it have is. to have someone else go through and delete it just so you don't have to like go through and face everything again and feel it again, you know? Oh um, yeah. Imagining every single like imagining every single memory you had that with that person even if you see like a picture of food you're eating that day you're like crying over the ice cream that you're eating a couple of months ago you're like we were together but yeah yeah no I I definitely I think with um the one you're talking about that was the high school one but I remember with the most recent one I was just like home I think it was over winter break or something and I was just like with my brother and I was like please can we just like crack jokes and just 
make this funny somehow. <laughs> I just don't want to think about it. And yeah. I mean, it was a lighthearted kind of thing, but you know, this time around, it was my brother that helped me. <laughs> well, great. We always need a, a good boy to a nice, nice guy, guy, pal. I don't know what to call your brother, <laughs> not boyfriend. You need some extra like moral support when you're going through that because it's tough. I mean, there's no getting around it. Yeah, you really do have to take, not necessarily take advantage, that's the wrong word, but just like, obviously, if you're a friend to the person that just got broken up with, you need to recognize their feelings, kind of put yours aside and, you know, focus on them for a little bit and really be their rock. Because when you are in a breakup, obviously, as we talked about at the beginning of this episode, you're in complete, your daily routine completely just starts back at ground zero. And so something that's probably really beneficial is texting your friends as you would your boyfriend and kind of just keep them updated, use them as just a person to be accountable. They don't have to text back and constantly be, you know, responding to you because obviously they have their own life to live. But as a good friend that you would have, you you know, as the friend, I don't know which person I'm talking in either (laughs) as the friend you want to be you know a good friend and as the person that just got broken up with you want to rely on them to be that good friend so right no I definitely think that that's a really good um piece of advice to just give to people who may have just gone through a breakup or I don't know just if you've just gotten broken up with or maybe just for future reference if you do um that is something that I've learned the hard way. Um, it's a lot harder, I think, to get over someone if you don't kind of like, I mean, you don't need to like rely completely on your friends for everything because that's kind of asking too much, I feel like, but they definitely can help you through it. And like you said, just like texting them kind of like you would your boyfriend. That reminded me um, actually with my most recent breakup, like a few months ago, I that's something that I did with one of my friends. Um, she kind of she lived in my apartment complex so we also were able to like meet up and like talk a lot um like in person as well but she offered that to me she was like if you need to text me because you're feeling like you need to text him i would much rather you text me and we can like make jokes we can do whatever you need to just like help you get through this and i feel like just having someone in your life that can do that for you is such a big help in just helping you move forward from it. Absolutely. I mean, they're not doing this forever at some point, which is great. You know, this breakup feeling like you're empty and lost is not going to be you forever. And in fact, it's probably going to, you know, clear up for lack of better words, faster than you think it will. Something again, um, that you really do have to, just come to terms with is understanding that this time will this what's the phrase this this season will pass season sure yeah the season will pass we'll get back on track you know you're gonna get back to normal but for now you just gotta ride it out so when when this happens hopefully it doesn't because breakups suck they absolutely suck but when and if it does please utilize the friendships that have that you're close with that have value because if you're you know if you have a deep connection with your friend they should be like your friend that's that's like amazing that she said that and I love that advice that she gave you because don't go running back to your ex Ugh, do not do that no um, but yeah no, no. because you need to be selfish right now it's about you come on just like no, give you yourself absolutely have to be selfish and I, that's actually a great segue into a really good point that I wanted to make is I kind of have, I mean, I've learned through trial and error. So looking back on like my high school, end of high school relationship, um, when that ended, we, it was more like he still really wanted to be friends and I wasn't ready to let go of the whole day-to-day like talking to him thing. And I was like, okay, fine. Like, I don't want to lose you. So yeah, we can still be friends, I guess. Um, big, big mistake. Don't do that, especially if you had like a longer term relationship um, with someone. And I think obviously growing up, you know, now that we're in college, I think that's something that we all have kind of been able to recognize now, like being friends with your ex is just it just doesn't work, at least right after the breakup, because when you think about it, like 
you can't just shift your feelings from romantic to friendly like in the you can't snap your fingers and just change how you view someone and i think it doesn't matter if the person like you feel like you're hurting them because they want to be your friend after the fact or whatever like like you said you just kind of have to be selfish in that moment because you don't need to hurt yourself any more than you're being hurt by the breakup exactly you can't just hold out and hope that the relationship's going to somehow work you know we just have to i live by i love the if it's meant to be it's going to be like let the let the bird fly away and if it's fly if it flies back to you it's meant to be that's something that's so cheesy that my parents told me see when, i when, like that phrase like or that saying but i also hate it so much because it's been said to me so many times and i feel like i I tend to romanticize, over-romanticize things that happen to me, especially like in the form of a breakup. And when someone is like, oh, like if it's meant to be, it'll come back to you. I'm like, oh, so it will come back to me. Okay. I'm just not going to get over them, I guess. So yeah, definitely don't hang on to anything. And I think that a good way to do that is by going no contact after the breakup. That's what I did with my most recent Um, And it helped me move on, I think, a lot quicker um, than the one in high school. I just, I I was like, I feel like I, I tend to like make parallels in my life of like one experience to another that were maybe similar, like in this case, breakups, obviously. And I think I did a lot better with this one um, just by simply going no contact after. So that is Mm -hmm. something that helped me a lot. But. Yeah, I didn't go no contact. Um, so my first breakup first, I had like, I lied. I had I had one significant one. And then my second one was pretty awkward because it was like a summer fling. I'll get to that in a second. But <laughs> when I got broken up with, so to set the scene, I'd been dating this guy that I met early on in my life, which clearly early on, no matter what people say to me, I don't care. I feel that genuinely you know you shouldn't make decisions when you're young you shouldn't make decisions to get married when you're like 20 or 22 obviously there's a perfect time for you to get married and so staying single for the longest possible time is the best idea in my opinion just because so many people have gotten you know gotten divorced when they're 21 22 because they made the poor decision to get married to their high school sweetheart at 19 that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> a whole other conversation, just because people change. But yeah, exactly. As you as you're supposed to. But like I said, so I've already I'm already super young, and I've been in this relationship for the majority of my, you know, early teenage years, and we dated for like two and a half years at this point, and things were just feeling weird. Like for the past couple of weeks, he was just feeling a little off, and so he we ended up breaking up talking like the whole night on the phone just like i was sobbing i was like i can't believe this is happening to me i thought we were gonna get married and do all of these things and it was just so heartbreaking in the moment and the very next day i had to go spend 10 hours in the car with my family driving oh, no. up to my hometown in ohio and that was just so depressing and so what i'm trying to get to is i didn't end contact because this this relationship had such a significant impact on my life um i just remember texting him and clearly he was over it and so he wouldn't text back but i remember texting him and i would count the minutes and he would text back every 10 minutes i kid you not it was like he set a timer or something because I was in the car, I could keep track of everything. And right. I was just like waiting to text him back. And so I text back really quick. And so oh, I, I don't know no. how I got over it, but we slowly, like the contact slowly dwindled off and that was great. And so, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it definitely is very dependent. I like the whole contact thing. Um, it's very dependent on like how long the relationship is, how serious it was. I just, I mean, to put it into perspective for myself, at least, um, my longest relationship has been like three, three and a half months. Um, I mean, it was serious to me. I felt like I could see a future. I, we talked about that a little bit. Um, but you know, 
at the end of the day, when you're trying to get over something and it really wasn't that long and you're living in different cities, that was kind of what was going on with me. I just felt like not being friends I was something that was best for me, so. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, with my other small little weird summer fling, um, a couple months after that weird breakup, I think I don't really remember. I feel like we just cut off contact because it was like a month relationship didn't really go anywhere. Yeah. So I, I remember you being so upset after that. You were like, I just can't like what what happened? And I was but, like, yeah, because I, I was know. so caught off guard. You know, it was yeah. one of those like, where, what the heck? Like, no, I can't believe I yeah, no, that is like, absolutely. I, I hate when they come out of absolutely nowhere, but kind of like similarly um, to what you were saying about your like first relationship that really affected you. You said like he was feeling like off kind of for like the first or the last like couple of weeks leading up to the breakup. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. I remember like it was yesterday with my most recent relationship. It was like everything was perfect. We never like fought or anything and it just like one day it just felt like something was off like he wouldn't respond as quickly he wouldn't be like as excited to talk to like you know what i mean when you can like sense someone's emotion over text yeah and it was just so like bitter just like if yeah. you if you feel a certain way towards me don't just keep feeding me all of like these good vibes when you're just going to take it away from me. Just be honest, be a man. You know, this is another reason why men suck. No, but really just grow up a little bit and say, listen, Hannah, listen, so-and-so. I genuinely just don't see this working out. Yeah. It's as easy I'm as that. Oh man, I could go on a tangent of just things that absolutely bother me about men. They, they just they <laughs> suck at communicating their emotions. Like if there's something like, if you are having doubts about the relationship, why don't you talk to me about it instead of just acting weird for a week and then dumping me, you know? I don't, it's just, I don't know. But I definitely can relate when it when you said like the whole, it just, I don't know, it was like one day things were weird and then they just kept being weird. And I was like, um, is everything okay? And he was like, yeah. And then it wasn't. And then here we are, but here we are a couple months later and we've learned a lot. We genuinely have. I think that our scope on relationships has just blown up and become such a great thing. And and I'm really happy for that. Like, I don't know where I got this knowledge from. I don't know if it was just like an epiphany, epiphany, but like, I'm very thankful for like a deep understanding of how relationships quote unquote are supposed to work. Will they work out perfectly every time? No, but I mean, communication is key. And I don't know if it's like, it's not, it's not necessarily the parent's job to teach that communication is good i mean i know that we learn a lot of our virtues and everything through our parents but like what is why isn't the connection between communication and working things out like connecting in guys brains i'm that's i don't like know. something that i'm coming that's to understand oh uh, it's always bugged me um i do want to say though I hope I didn't come off like angry when I was describing my most recent like there's absolutely no bad blood like at all everything's totally fine moved on whatever but just like looking back it's just like ah sometimes I can just feel it like it was yesterday you know uh, you're just really passionate and that's okay yeah yeah you've grown a lot um I guess what I was trying to kind of form into words though was the communication thing does not happen overnight and no with Cameron, my current boyfriend, um, I'm so happy to say that he has worked with me. Obviously, it's been like a journey for the two of us, but his communication skills have drastically just become amazing over the four years that we've dated. And I think that's just due to us being open and vulnerable, which is not an easy thing to do. Absolutely not. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, I feel like guys especially struggle with vulnerability. It's just something they just don't enjoy. Um, and I mean, it's not, if I'm being honest, it's not something I really enjoy either. Like I also kind of struggle with like opening up, I guess, in a romantic relationship, mm -hmm. but 
you know, if you really want something to work, communication is key and you have to open up to someone and be vulnerable with them to make it work. So exactly. So, yeah, that's something that I have come to terms with. Um, But some big life lessons can also come out of breakups. And I think that's something that we neglect to recognize. realize you know during all the emotional steps of mourning your relationship um but there's always light at the end of the tunnel there's always going to be um something that you take away from any experience out of life no matter what and i genuinely feel that you know you're put on this earth to do something and whatever you um go through throughout your life is only leading you to the bigger, better chapter, the next door that you're going to open up, you know, you're not putting these situations just to be sad and to want and get over it. You're put in these situations to genuinely take something away from it so that you might better yourself. And when you have to encounter the situation again, you can come to it from a different angle. And so, yeah, right. it's my, my little spiel on that. But yeah, it's, it's something that like, maybe you've seen it in, like, you've seen it in a different capacity before, but it's something you can recognize and you can come back and be like, oh, okay, well, I've kind of, I've kind of dealt with this before. This is how I did it this time. Maybe I should do it a little differently to deal with it this time. Or it's just like, I don't know. I feel like every, every breakup is something you should look at as a learning experience. I mean, obviously they're sad. They suck this and that. Um, very, you can look at it as a really negative thing. You can hate the person, but at the end of the day, like you said, they're not meant, like you're not meant to go through these things to just be sad. Like I genuinely think, and I think you do too, that like it's, there's a takeaway from it. There's a reason for everything and breakups, they're tough, but they're life lessons. Absolutely. And these, this is not to say like, oh, you're going to be encountering so many breakups that you're going to no. be so full of wisdom. Um, if you go through zero breakups after listening to this, if you go through 10, like uh, you're going to benefit from it no matter what. And something that I feel that's just like a very general thing um, that you can benefit from breakup is understanding what to look for and being aware of red flags. Oh, red flags. <laughs> so i've seen so many tiktoks this is just this is not like an actual thing to look out for but it's just like a funny thing that i've seen multiple times on tiktok it's like girls are like um every inch above six feet tall that he is is a red flag oh i saw that that made me laugh so hard i'm dating a man that's like 510 i don't have anything to worry about no red flags good job absolutely none (laughs) no but i mean it's the more you go through, the more like experience, for lack of better words, you will have in this part of your life. And so you'll know what you what to you is a red flag. Obviously, everyone is absolutely different. And so you, this person's red flag might not be a red flag for you. And so. Right. I feel like. Also, look out for. Yeah. I mean, like from each person you're with, you learn like a lot about yourself when it comes for like when it comes to things that you want to look for in a future spouse, um, someone you want to spend the rest of your life with. Like, I don't let's say like your ex did X, Y, Z, like a certain way. And you just like after the breakup, you're like, that actually really bothered me. Well, next time you go and like are talking to guys, you're probably not going to want to be with someone that like did something a certain way you know what I mean like that was a terribly drawn picture but it's just like you take things from each person that you're with you learn and you can apply it to future relationships and the red flags like that's yeah I that's kind of like a description of it a little bit like things to not look for in a person you learn from breakups but also things that you do want to look for I feel like are things that you can gather from that too Mm-hmm. just to be aware of um but yeah I think you mentioned something about yourself and things that you might learn um that you can apply in your own life and so like a really big takeaway for me is and something that I I'd battled with um for the longest time is understanding that you know a single person whether it be your friend or your significant other but we're talking about boyfriend, girlfriend. So 
specifically your boyfriend or girlfriend should not just be in your life to bring you joy. No, absolutely not. And that's, I feel like that's a a maturity thing, like something that you definitely get from being like, I don't know, growing up, maturing, whatever you want to call it. Adulting. (laughs) Adulting, yeah. Because I can like looking back like that, um, I mean, I like the end of high school, like, I mean, you feel like 18, like, I don't know, like, I felt like I was kind of late in the game because you said your first relationship, you were what, like, how old were you? 14? It was 14. And then we broke up when I was like 16 and a half or something. Well, I mean, I just felt like late to the game in general, because that was my first like relationship relationship with someone where I like actually had feelings. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's clearly just hard when I'm just thinking back to us in high school and we were just so you know, we romanticized all of the relationships, all of the feelings. And so it was extremely hard to go into a relationship, go into like your crush and think, wow, when I'm with them, they're going to, you think, wow, when I'm with them, they're just going to change all of my problems and everything's going to finally be perfect. Right. No. Okay. I'm just going to be honest, guys. I totally lost my train of thought. (laughs) Um, It's 1140 now, guys. (laughs) Bear with us. But yeah, no. um, (laughs) Okay. Let's try this again. So looking back on that high school, end of high school relationship. um, Yeah. I was saying like, I felt kind of like late to the game, whatever. Um, But with him, I really, really romanticized just everything that he did and he was a really sweet guy and everything i just remember like if he didn't text me back as quickly i would be in a bad mood i'd be so upset um i would have a bad day if i couldn't hang out with him i literally remember because it was like i'm not going to get into like the how and why of whatever happened but um it was just really difficult for us to like actually hang out. And, you know, I would like wake up one day and I'd be like, so are we going to hang out today? And if he'd be like, oh, I can't, that would just absolutely ruin my day. And that's just like not how it needs to be ever. (laughs) True. I can't believe that I never even thought about that when you were going through it because going through that relationship, um, because honestly, if I, you know, had the maturity that I do now I would have said Hannah like open your eyes he just can't hang out like he's busy calm down like exactly as simple as it can be so yeah I mean some a way to combat that in general because it's really hard not to be like that puppy love that honeymoon stage of the relationship for the first couple months of your relationship it's not it's really hard not to be excited to see them and and not to put a lot of your time and energy into that relationship but a way to kind of focus on yourself whilst um you know discovering a new person or just having a relationship in general is trying to just maintain your separate lives and routines and habits and independence you know, before you really commit to the person. Yeah, I definitely, definitely agree with that. Um, I mean, looking back on that one, I just, it's some relationships just move way too fast for their own good. Um, That was one of them. But um, yeah, I definitely think that maintaining your separate lives, your separate routines, I mean, obviously work to like include them in that, but don't make them your entire world. I think that definitely helps Um, just the dynamic of the whole relationship. Like if you really want it to work um, in like long-term, I think maintaining your separate lives, your routines and everything is really important. Yeah, you have your entire life to be married to this person. Right now, stay single um, and yeah, keep keep that independence while you have it because it's going to be gone before you know it. Um, But yeah. That's actually something... I don't know. I just think it's a really good mindset to have. Like, I don't want to say like independence, but like I've always kind of felt that way. Like anytime I'm in any kind of romantic relationship, I feel now at least, I mean, obviously in high school, we thought differently. Um, I thought (laughs) I needed a man and I was just like never going to be happy if I didn't have one. But like, I like having, (laughs) yeah, I just, I like having my own things going on. Um, Like, I'm a grown woman. I need to keep myself busy. I don't need to rely on a man to make me happy. I need to make myself happy, you know? Um, Absolutely. I, you know, I 
dove into uh, my current relationship fairly fast, as you pointed out to me. However, again, I was, <laughs> I mean, I was like 16, 17 when we started dating Cameron. And so that's still pretty young. Um, but I'm happy I've matured with him. And we've kind of like been on the same page ever since we started dating. And it kind of worked backwards because, you know, I was really, I thought I was like in love with him. And I was just like, oh my gosh, he's my boyfriend for like the first year and a half. And then we had like, a, like a period of time where like I, we ended the honeymoon stage and I was like, wow, I don't necessarily need him to be happy. I don't need to put all of my, you know, self-worth into this person who's out trying to live their own separate life from me. And so I'm really thankful and happy to say that Cameron and I are pretty like nonchalant throughout the week. Like we don't see each other every single day if we do that's awesome i love to see his face i love to go to the gym with him but like it's not gonna ruin my day if i don't get to see him i also have so many different hobbies and little things that i like to do that don't need like he doesn't need to be there they don't revolve around him so i think that's I can really great i i think that it's really awesome that you guys are able to do that because i think that like if you try so hard to include this person in every single aspect of your life you're you're, there's like no way around you're just you're gonna get let down you're gonna be disappointed yeah. by them and just by maintaining your independence and like doing the things that you like to do I mean if they want to join that's great but just not like putting that strain on the relationship I think is something that makes it even better absolutely it's just going to become exhausting if you have to include them at every point in your life and then it's going to become an expectation and when you when you don't come through and they're not included that one time like what are we it just poses a ton of problems so trying exactly. to just integrate them slower than faster is a good way about it if once you do um come to the point of like dating again I do just want to say um something that some of my like some of the people in my life has pointed out like why aren't you with your boyfriend more like don't you miss him you didn't get to see him this week they'll ask those questions and I'm just like wow i mean i don't really need him i don't need a man like out here trying to live the single life no i mean you're absolutely right i mean i don't know i i don't know it's just like i i look at relationships and it's really hard to put like each into like you can't really put each into one box because every relationship is unique and every person is unique and the connection that you have with someone, I mean, it doesn't always look the same. So just because you have your relationship one way and some people practically live together and do everything together, it doesn't mean one way is right and one way is wrong. I think it's just a difference of how you go about it and what makes you happy. Exactly. At the end of the day, if it makes you happy and it's not toxic, then it's all right by me. As toxic is not me. what we need <laughs> yeah no just adding another thing to the pile of just disarray in my life <laughs> oh my god but yeah I mean you know we kind of started we t started talking about breakups we kind of went over the ways that we've battled the emotional part of a breakup um and then now we're trying to talk about our dating life and everything. And so this is a really funny little lesson that I wanted to mention. And I learned this from my father. And so of all people, Scott Clark, that's his name. <laughs> so when I was, when I got broken up with my first relationship, my dad goes, you know, as sad as you are right now, you do not even understand like um, to preface, again, I was in this relationship for two and a half years early in my life, and I thought I was going to marry this guy that, like, he was just a boy at my school. Like, oh my gosh. I did not understand dating from a mature point of view. And so he genuinely was just like, Hannah, dating is so fun, and meeting people is even more fun. So if I, if you, you know, are just so drained out by this breakup, and you just hate yourself like don't let that get you down there's always going to be another person to meet and you're going to have so much fun doing it so don't like don't be so sad and I don't know really what I'm getting to but just meeting new people is fun that's really the message here I actually really like that like the way I guess that like outlook that perspective because I mean let's face it like 
I mean, we've said this a million times, I feel like by this point, but just like breakups suck. Like you always, you view a breakup as a really negative and sad thing, but also kind of like your dad said, I feel like when one door closes, another one opens. Is that kind of like what he's getting at? Like, I mean, it's not, it may feel like the end of the world and we're not here to like say that, you know, like it's not, I mean, but, but it's not at the same time, like there's always like your person is still out there you know your perception is everything the you know just the mood that you have going into it your outlook that's how you're gonna control the next couple of steps in your life and so if you view a relationship completely in a negative light where is that going to get you definitely more and take the time that you need to unpack all of the things that you've gone through or going through but don't let that stop you from being amazing, getting back out there, living your hot girl summer because you don't know what you're missing out on. Yeah, so just don't, you really don't, don't have this negative connotation towards relationships. It might limit you more than you think. Yeah, exactly. Also, on the topic of hot girl summer, if you're wondering, or not wondering, if you're thinking, contemplating having one, do it. It is so much fun and, you know, you never know how long you're going to be single for. So why not just enjoy it? You know, as for me, I'll be living my hot accounting girl summer. (laughs) These, these numbers are getting steamy. I'm just living my hot Publix girl summer. Um, (laughs) I use two calculators at once to do my homework. That's so cute. Wow. Oh, it's so a hot girl counting summer of me, but yeah, <laughs> uh, like we even have time to live hot girl summer. Oh my gosh, Hannah. No, we literally don't. But so. I mean, if you do have the time and you are interested, definitely do it. Enjoy yourself. And if you're we one of our people. listeners that happen to be a boy, Hannah B is single. So I am very much single. Um, I'm so excited. Like you were saying, like about like meeting people and everything. It is so much fun. And I, I am so excited to just get back to school in the fall and just like have everyone at school there and football season. I feel like you meet a lot of people. So I don't know, maybe, maybe I'll meet someone. We'll see. Maybe you will. (laughs) Maybe she'll have a a boyfriend in the next couple of months. Updates to come. (laughs) Oh my gosh, this is a breakup episode and we're talking about meeting people. Wow. We're ending <laughs> it on a good note. So yeah. At the end I'm of the jealous. day, breakups suck and there's no getting around that. But there is a light at the end of the tunnel. You just got to pick up your pieces. You got to move on and do whatever you feel like is best for you as far as moving on goes. And learn what you are looking for in the next person and what you're not and learn things rely about yourself. on rely on your friends because they love you don't be afraid to go to them just yeah, definitely don't suffer in silence that's probably one of the worst things you could do rely on your friends um spend as much time with them as you can and boom depression cured there you go <laughs> that is the formula wow <laughs> Okay, make yourself a coffee and just take a deep breath. That's what I usually do. (laughs) Me too, except I don't make it. I go to Starbucks. Hmm. And I get my nice espresso machine for grad grad present. I'll give you mine, my other little. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, of course, ending the episode on coffee. I would have had so much fun talking to you today about this. I didn't think it would be as fun talking about such a sad topic. <laughs> I know. I didn't think it would be so like fun and like lighthearted, but I'm really glad it turned out this way. Um, Absolutely. Outlook is everything, the exactly. way that you approach things. So, well, until Friday, Hannah. Until Friday. <laughs>